changed with the switch of every decade. The whole idea of rock and roll beginning in the 50s started with the invention of the electric guitar in 1931. Musicians found new and what most would say improved new style of music. I'm Max Boyce with Our American Life. And I'm Evan Thomas, host of the AP Everything Podcast. Today we'll be bringing you the evolution of rock and roll. And from the early 1950s to 2019, in Act 1, I sit down with Joanne Nortley and Danny Clishan to discuss the early rock scenes from the 1950s to the early 1980s. Evan is going to take over the second act where he will sit down with Jonathan Buckman and Aaron to discuss the rock boom in the 90s up to the 2000s. Lastly, we will discuss the potential futures of rock and roll and what we think will become the next chapter in this rock and roll legacy. Without further interruption, it's time to grow out your hair and strap on your guitar. For the next few minutes, we're rocking out of here on AP Everything with Our American Life. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much of love drives a man insane You broke my will, but what a thrill Goodness gracious, great balls of fire We begin with the 50s, what some would say to be the start of rock and roll. I have a personal connection that has first-hand experiences with rock and roll growing up in this decade. My grandmother, Joanne Norley. I called her up, and this is what she has to say. What have been your experiences with rock and roll music? I loved it. I danced to all of it. I could dance like crazy to rock and roll. Yeah. It had, you could understand the words. It all had a meaning. It was easy to listen to. The early rock music of the 50s was only the beginning of this new music leading into the 1960s. More rock bands all over the country continued to develop this new sound, still similar to the previous generation, but this time more rebellion towards the Vietnam War, which gave a new generation of rock to come. Another interviewee, Danny Clisham, tells us on the phone about growing up a decade later. What was the main type of music that you listened to when you were a teenager? Well, it was relatively new music that uh, did not belong to our parents. It was new, and we were new as teenagers, and it appealed to us for a lot of different reasons. So it dominated our lives. So basically, the song, yeah. most of the stuff up is that rock music appeals to the younger generation just because it's like a change. Yes, it was a, it was a change. It was new, and it was ours, and we took ownership of it. All right. And, and, and by the way, I want to tell you that our parents always said that music is not going to last. You'll see that won't last eight or ten years. By the end of the 1960s, rock showed no signs of slowing down. The 1970s brought international appeal to the ever-expanding rock sound. The outdoor rock festivals and venues became commonplace in the United States. The live show was now re-envisioned with the inclusion of background art, logos, and live paintings that were projected behind the live bands. By the late 1970s, the well of rebellious rock music began to dry up. Bands now started to push the limits of rock and roll. Additionally, 
Bands also started utilizing new technologies such as synthesizers, electronic keyboards, and the theremin. In the beginning of the 1980s, bands started to push rock and roll into a new category. This new category would come to be called metal. On the other hand, bands that utilized synthesizers broke into a new genre called ska. Nearing the end of the 1980s, new subgenres of rock and roll started to appear, the biggest of which would be called emocore. Punk, grunge, and emocore would go on to define music for the next 20 years. As the age of the internet began to take hold, a plethora of new rock genres emerged. The center of this movement would revolve around the grunge rock genre. For more on this topic, I sat down with Jonathan Buckman to discuss the new rise of rock in the 90s. Literally, growing up in this new rock age, Jonathan gives good insight into the details of the 90s rock boom. In the early 1990s, there was sort of a, a rock revolution, as it were, again. What are your thoughts or memories about those events, and how did the sound change over time? Yeah, what I was just thinking about when we were talking about this is that, especially with the grunge scene, when that started, that was one of the first times that a place got associated with a particular kind of music, where suddenly this idea of Seattle being the center of a certain kind of music, that was a big deal. That was, a, at least in my lifetime, you know, I think maybe Detroit had it with Motown and stuff like that, being a place being associated with a certain sound. But in terms of talking about rock music, Seattle became the center of grunge music. And so a lot of bands were able to get signed just because they were in Seattle, just, yeah. just because of being in that location. Right. That didn't last very long. Grunge wasn't the only new genre that came to massive popularity in the 1990s. Additional genres of rock, like punk in the late 90s, also saw massive success. The metal genre from the 80s was also revolutionized in the 1990s. first going into college at 99, 2000, 2001, all of a sudden these really kind of extreme hardcore bands came out, stuff that you, you hadn't heard before. It wasn't the hair metal anymore, and it wasn't um, what you would just call regular metal. It was this real extreme form like Tool or some of the other ones, uh, Converge, Dillinger Escape Plan, From Autumn to Ashes, kind of opened my ears and like, wow, what is this new thing going on? At some point, however, all good things must come to an end. To revisit the dying out of the new rock age of the 2000s, I sat down with my neighbor, Aaron Goulet. You know, a lot of these bands that may have started out as small, local, or underground bands and had a limited amount of success yeah. and with a particular type of sound, and that was kind of that heavy, underground, a bit of a raw sound. Mm -hmm. And when they gained a little bit of commercial success, in my opinion, they, they then came into contact with you know producers and record labels that steered them in the direction of becoming a bit more mainstream to try to appeal to a 
a larger audience. Going mainstream at the behest of record companies around 2010 was a complex decision for the music industry. Rock and metal bands took a gamble and lost. That's not to say that all bands from the 90s and 2000s have completely faded out. Most of these bands are still producing music today, but nevertheless, damage was done to the rock and metal community that exploded in the 1990s and 2000s. The only question left is, where does the future of rock and roll take us? Since its creation in the 1950s, rock and roll has come and gone from the mainstream music scene within the United States and beyond. But even after the fall of hard and heavy music in the early 2010s, rock and roll still lives and breathes in its underground of the music industry. The question we must ask ourselves now is, where does it go from here? At some point, rock and roll and heavy metal might just make it back into the mainstream, but that time looks distant. Fans of heavier music do seem to agree on a few main futures that rock may take in the coming years. The one that stands out the most, and is most likely, is the possible return of the 60s rock sound of Peaceful Revolution. This theory was imagined after the immediate success of new classic rock band Greta Van Fleet who topped Billboard charts in what seemed like days after the release of their EP, From the Fires. And that's not to mention the fact that they won a Grammy for their first ever album titled Anthem of a Peaceful Army. In truth, time can only tell what will happen to rock and roll as it continues to progress over the coming years. I'm Evan Thomas, host of AP Everything, and today I was joined by Max Boys from Our American Life. Thanks for listening. This was the evolution of rock and roll. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of AP Everything. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating and stay tuned for future episodes. Mm-hmm.